0: agents podcasts this episode is brought to you by espresso agent the key to success in real estate is confidence especially when it comes time to call prospects espresso agent gives you that confidence with the best for sale by owners and expired contacts delivered directly to your inbox seven days a week up to 90% of our contacts have phone numbers and the most cell phone numbers on the market. Every day, you can dial with confidence when you dial with Espresso Agent. Visit espressoagent.com forward slash lab code agents.
1: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Lab Code Agents podcast. And today, I'm excited because we're bringing back some return guests who have some phenomenal content to share with all of you today. We are bringing back, it's been about a year since they've been on the podcast. We were just trying to determine how long it's been because time flies when we're having fun. Uh, we're going to be talking with Tanya and Michael of Brandface, Tanya Everhart and Michael Carr of Brandface, which is a platform that helps business professionals differentiate themselves. It's the only comprehensive personal branding platform brand building system across the globe. They're also co-hosts of a new podcast called Be Bold Branding. And we are gonna talk about a couple of different topics today. We're we're gonna first get in and let them reintroduce themselves, but we're gonna talk about three ways that you can stay essential right now, as well as a fresh look at the future, five incredibly positive changes that will shape the face of real estate Forever! Wow, that's very profound. Looking forward to talking about that. Welcome to the show, Tanya and Michael. Good to see you guys again.
0: Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for having us back. Yes,
1: Absolutely. sir. Thank you. Good to see you. Absolutely. So before we get started, before we talk about uh, that stuff, because that's that's going to be really good content. Let's have you guys reintroduce yourselves. So let's start, ladies first, and kind of tell us a little bit about who you are, how you came up in the business, to where you are today, and what it is kind of what you do. What Brandface does.
0: All right, I'll go way back and I'll make this as quick as possible, guys. I started out selling vacuum cleaners door to door to pay my way through college. That's what most people remember. <laughs> then I ended up uh, there from vacuum cleaner sales, landing a job in radio when I uh, demonstrated a vacuum cleaner at a radio station engineer's house. I was in radio for the next 18 years, or actually not just radio, but media in general for the next 18 years. And the first thing I noticed when I got into the media world, into radio early on, was that the business owners who were the face and voice of their business in their local communities were like rock stars. So I started dragging more and more of them into the studio, teaching them how to present themselves, be the voice of their business at the time over the years that when it went from radio to television, newspaper, all digital stuff. So teaching uh, business owners how to be the face and voice of their business. And that's when uh, uh, eventually in 2013, the first of the brand Facebook series came out. And around that time, I met the gentleman that is on here with me today. He became a client first. He embraced the brand Brandface concepts and utilized them so very well that I invited him to be a co-author in the next book in the series, which is brand Brandface for Real Estate Professionals. And then from there, it continued to just grow and grow. And I said, hey, why don't you come on board and be a partner, please? And thank God he said yes. And that's where we are today.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I think that's a phenomenal story. The whole vacuum cleaner and you were in someone's living room and they loved you so much. They recruited you. That sounds like something I would do. That's awesome. (laughs) Awesome. So, Michael, Michael, let's uh, let's hear a little bit about yours because you also have a fascinating story.
2: Yeah, the the short story is I'm America's top selling real estate auctioneer. I've sold more residential real estate than any other auctioneer broker in the United States. Uh, we're knocking on seventy eight thousand transactions at this moment. So, I met Tanya because I was an auctioneer. Uh, I got caught up in the late unpleasantness with the REOs, that sort of thing, and then. But I knew we were working ourselves out of a job. As all good auctioneers do. And I needed to reinvent myself on the street uh, and just have something to do. Uh, you know, if I'm not an idle man, I got I to gotta have something to do. Met a lady in a small town north of Atlanta that I live in, and she convinced me to open up a small brokerage. We did that. And she ended up being Tanya's aunt. Uh, she kept telling me my my marketing was non-existent. It, it was no good. I needed to meet the marketing guru, Her uh, her niece. I put that off for as long as I possibly could. Uh, not knowing that Carolyn was telling Tanya the same thing, Tanya calls me on the phone. I don't know who's supposed to be calling who, but uh, you know this is what my company does. I raked her over the coals for about three weeks before I decided to do business with her. Uh, really, just putting her through the ringer. I had been through marketing. I had met with marketers. I, you know, the company that I worked with had marketing uh, professionals and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I just wanted to see if she had the goods, and I felt like she did. I contracted with her, and she came to our, our office in Georgia, and the rest has turned into history. Uh, they, uh, that was the end of 2013, and we still continue to grow. We're working on our third office, real estate office now, and uh, we got two in Atlanta. We're looking for one in North Carolina right now, and uh, our GCI has doubled many years through the, the last five, uh, doubled over, and uh, it continues to grow because we use the brand face principles that we now... Teach to everybody. When she asked me to co-write the book, I did so. It became an Amazon bestseller in eight categories, including international business. And uh, and then we now have clients in 41 states and four other countries. So, um, and then we've been able to meet wonderful people like you. So
1: awesome, awesome. Well, I'm just a small blip on that radar, but we have such we share the same passion. As I think that's one of the reasons why Tanya and I keep coming back to each other, uh, which is the idea of branding. And Michael, you said it best. And, and I want to say this because this is a real estate podcast. We're talking to a bunch of realtors and I know you work with professionals across a lot of different uh, businesses, obviously, but when it comes to real estate and and I'm talking to you realtors right now, you're listening to me say this. A lot of you've heard me speak before. You know, I talk about this. A lot of you work at brokerages where they have marketing people Uh, who really are just because the broker felt like they needed to hire somebody, but they really have no expertise in marketing whatsoever, or it's very antiquated. And this is why Michael's business has blown up because he connected to somebody who truly understands what they're doing. There's a lot more of those experts out there now, but this is why you should pay attention to this podcast. I wanted to plug that uh, more than anything, because... You as realtors, you're all a bunch of Michael Cars. You're all individual entrepreneurs operating individually, and you are the brand of you, and this is why you need to listen to this. So with that said, let's jump in. Uh, Tanya, before we, f- we get deep on these topics, uh, give us a little just a short snip of what Brandface does, uh, not necessarily plugging the business as much as plugging what realtors should be doing to grow their brand.
0: Absolutely. So realtors should be doing a, a what we call a 3D process. So that's define, develop and display their personal brand. So in the define phase, you're going to be looking at things like who are your ideal customers? Who are those people that you would work with every single day if you could? Uh, You'll also be defining what it is that sets you apart from all the other agents, that point of differentiation we talk about all the time. And it's not what makes you better because better is subjective, right? It's about what makes you different because different is inarguable. And, and then come up with some sort of tagline or slogan, if you will, to kind of set the tone and direction for the brand. And that we call that a brand identifier. And that brand identifier should either state who you are or what you do or stand for. And that's the framework for that brand moving forward. So you never fall off the tracks, right? Everything about how you think about your business, your systems, your processes, your prospecting, everything should be along that vein of what you stand for. So that that completes the defined phase and then you're going to take a look at development what does that brand look like sound like feel like starting with messaging how do you express or communicate what it is that sets you apart things like your elevator pitch um, sound bites we call those sound bites like bullet points that are highlights of your brand at a glance bio things like that then what does your brand look like your brand colors your logo imagery that represents your brand, photos of you, all of those things designed to express what sets you apart. Then when that's complete, you turn to taking all those branding elements, puzzle pieces, if you will, and you look at displaying those correctly and consistently across every single marketing platform, period. So everywhere somebody could potentially run across you from a business card somebody hands them as a referral, to your website, your social channels, your blog, whatever it is, they should be seeing that same thing that sets you apart, that consistency all across the board. So that's really what a great brand is about. And I have to say hats off to you, Jeff, because that was such a beautiful way of leading us into this interview to say everybody has marketing people on the inside. Some might know a lot about marketing, a lot might not, right? But there's also a huge difference between marketing and branding marketing is using specific vehicles or platforms to get a message out there to your ideal customer your brand is the message that you get out there it is the crux or the message the center the core of that message is the why why choose me over somebody else and and there are a lot of agencies and a lot of companies out there that say hey Come on and we're gonna include branding for you. And what they generally means is mean is we'll do a headshot for you. We'll take whatever tagline you give us and we'll put your logo, we'll put a logo on here, make sure your brand colors are consistent. Boom, you're branded, right? That's only the beginning of branding. And so so thank you for leading into that with such eloquence. <laughs> I love it.
1: You're welcome. Well, I've got to call a spade a spade and I teach this to realtors all the time. And the fact is is they don't understand. The importance, I think, of branding as much, and and the reality is you work for a brokerage, you can't be mad at the broker for this, but they're going to brand the brokerage, whereas you have to be responsible for branding yourself. And a good broker encourages you to brand yourself. A bad broker, again, I'm going to call it out, a bad broker tries to control you if you're in one of those brokerages, you might want to rethink that. Um, But yeah, I mean, Michael, from your perspective, as somebody who's in the game, uh, can you kind of expand upon, you know, in in, in a shorter, short version of how this has transformed the brand of your brokerage or even you personally?
2: Yeah, well, and I want to talk about that um, and, and envelop exactly the point that you just made and how important that it is. I mean, i definitely will say that a lot of the reasons we are so successful is because I encourage the branding of the individual agent. I I would love it if I could just work with hundreds of clients myself. I can't do that. I'm one person. So it has to be, you know, the message, the acumen of the brokerage has to be spread out by the people that the the soldiers that are out there working it, those associates that are out there doing it. And, And they need to know they're building their own business also. It's effectively their brand of business. You know, we get caught up in law and we get caught up in reality. The law says in every state that all of those deals that you do belong to the broker. But all of us who have been brokers or work for brokers, we realize that relationship belongs to the person, right? And so, I've never seen anybody successful if they leave a brokerage with their bank of business that the broker demands to hold on to the bank book of business. That I've never seen that that broker ever be successful at holding on to that book of business. And the reason why is because the relationship is with the agent. And so, the smart brokers that grow brokerages from grassroots efforts, they're the ones that are saying, "Hey, you." Agree with my message. That's why you're attracted to this brokerage and why you want to work with this brokerage. Now, I'm going to hand that to you and I'm going to promote you because you are the person that is out there knocking on the doors, putting out the making the phone calls, making the calling expired listings, you know, putting your postcards out there, putting your door knockers, all those things, making the phone calls, right? That we know is how you build your business. And I think smart brokerages are the ones that promote that individual, not that stifle it or to try to blanket it under one, you know, initial brand or logo of some kind. It just does. It's just not it's uh, it's not a recipe for success, in my opinion, because they need to be promoting the
1: agents that are on the ground. Love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything to add to that, Tanya?
0: Oh, I would say he, he's done that beautifully. And that's one of the things that I think inspires a lot of people, that we work with too, is that they see Michael doing this in with such success and his own agents achieving success by having their own brand out there because Michael's strengths may not be the strengths of his agents, right? We all have very different personalities and strengths, And yet, you know, and I'll say this for a lot of brokers out there who have this question about branding. Well, how do I do this? How am I the face of my brokerage? And yet every agent underneath me is the face of their own business and brand. Well, it's because as the face of your brokerage, there is a reason you put so much hard work in and um, um, an effort into building your business you've done it based on your own ideals morals values and that brokerage should stand on those ideals morals and values that you set forth with it and so those also the beautiful part of all that jeff is that 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 framework that frames the brokerage serves as guardrails and guidelines for who you're for the agents you're going to be bringing into your brokerage. So if you're known for one thing, you want to make sure you bring in agents that can help you support that premise. And yet by the same token, be their own person. It is absolutely possible. It's been, it's been done hundreds of times before. It's very successful.
1: Love it. Love it. So let's let's dive right in. Let's drive right into these topics that we talked about, because I think, you know, we, we've, we've touched on the branding and obviously we had a whole podcast about it, which you can go find, by the way, it was it was uh, probably in, the, in about the 20s ish of, of, of our podcast. Uh, so let's let's dive in, though, to these two topics, because I think they're very intriguing and I want to hear more about it. Uh, number one, uh, obviously, we're recording this knee deep. We're mid-April knee deep in this quarantine and the pandemic and whatnot. And one thing that has been a hot topic across real estate is being essential and being able to get out and work. And you obviously have some ideas and some tips for guaranteed ways to remain essential, whether your state calls you that or not. Let's uh, let's tell let's tell the audience a little bit more about that.
0: All right. I'll take the first one. Here we go. (laughs) The first one is overcome, overcome. And that means overcoming your client's fears, first of all. People don't always understand something because they don't know the details behind it. You're in the industry. It's your job to express that and help them overcome some of these fears. In some markets, you're still allowed to you know, show a home or clients are still allowed to enter a home sometimes. In other markets, they're not right now. So we say, look for solutions instead of obstacles. Let's them know hey you know what don't be afraid to list your home right now because here's a sale here's a sale here's a sale these were just listed in the last three weeks and let me tell you how they did it and how my other clients are doing it and so share that information and you know we uh, everybody's heard where there's a will there's a way but you've got to remember that you're Your customer's desire to buy or sell before COVID-19 is still there. They still would like to buy or sell a home right now. They're just a little afraid. Things are uncertain for them. And where you can impact that, you need to overcome that. So however you need to educate yourself to be able to help them get past some of those fears that they have, that's your job. That's your job if you want to continue in real estate right now, right? Overcome
1: love it love it number two
2: yeah yeah oh the second one is over deliver and before I talk about it I want to say that because I we it's something that we point out and uh and I know Jeff probably feels the same way but look everybody's essential I want to say that right off the bat I never like that wording to begin with like uh, I don't know anybody from the person that serves you the plate or child changes your oil to the person that sells your car or sells you a house or something. Everybody's essential. We need every part of the COG working together to be able to make the economy go. So, you know, being all essential, let's continue on our thought process right here. Over-deliver. Like, we talk about it all the time. I preach it constantly as a broker to my agents the importance of handwritten cards, the importance of making the phone calls, the importance of staying in touch with your clients, right? If you've got one client or if you've got 10, if you're not doing those things already, you've never seen a better time ever, uh, you know, government mandated to be able to do this, right? And so this is a great opportunity for you to incorporate those things that you might've not been doing that you know you should have been doing all along. This is the perfect opportunity. The power of a handwritten note to people in your sphere of influence that just says checking on you—is there anything that I can do for you—is astronomical in these times. And the, the branding principles behind this is that you're not selling the fact that you're constantly in real estate; you're selling the, well, yourself. You you are caring about the people in your community, and this is the perfect opportunity for you to over deliver that care in, in a way that uh, that we haven't ever seen before, right? And then if you add in, look, we don't have to just get on the phone. We can get on a Zoom call, right? That People like Jeff and Tanya and me, we're used to Zoom calls. We've been on them for years. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but there's a lot of people that have a Zoom. What's a Zoom call, right? You know, Tanya and I have probably worked with two or three dozen people who had to teach and walk through how a Zoom platform works over the past two weeks, right? And so we've seen this come into into fruition now and now we've got a whole another generation if you want to call them that of people who have been introduced to this platform and it's definitely going to affect how we do business in the future as real estate agents be on the cutting edge of that teach your clients hey we can get on the phone right now on the zoom call and we can see each other face to face and i can give you my listing present presentation right now. And I can go through that with you. And then the minute that this is lifted and the minute that you feel safe, then we can come in and take the pictures, put the signs up, whatever, you know, you can continue to keep a certain form of business going. And now is the time to over deliver that. And, uh, and then just don't, don't forget the personal side of it. You know, uh, if you've got somebody in your, in your sphere of influence or your client base database or your future client database that says that's in that high risk category or something like that, look, pick up the phone and call them and ask them if you can bring them anything. Odds are nobody's going to take you up on it. But the power behind the caring of that particular individual is astronomical, especially in these days, because there are a lot of people that are scared to death. Uh, I'm an eternal optimist. I'm just not gonna let anything scare me, right? So, but at the end of the day, not everybody is that way. And we have to be sympathetic and we have to also still be the leaders in the industry. That's our job, over-deliver.
1: Love it.
0: The third one is over-communicate. And this is actually the number one complaint about real estate agents by their customers is that they do not communicate or handle expectations. And that is your job. (laughs) <laughs> you must tell your client, here's what you can expect. Here's why you can expect it. Here's when you can expect it. Here's how you can expect it, right? And if your client has to call you or nag you for, to, for an update, you have not done your job. So in these times, it's essential to even over-communicate. If there is something that you even think your clients might not know that they might possibly need to know, you need to communicate that. Because whenever you can allay a certain fear or something that is prominent in the industry, such as people not communicating very well. I've heard so many times, oh my gosh, real estate agents don't even answer their phone, right? Much less tell me what they think, what what I can expect next. And this is the opportunity to do that. So to recap, it's overcome, over-deliver, and over-communicate.
1: Sounds like, sounds like topics they should be applying to their business all the time. It's just shifted how you're using them.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: It now it sort of removes the excuse that we didn't have time before because now we do. Then this is the perfect time to start putting those habits into our repertoire that we should have had there all along to begin with. Like And like if you think about it, and I, and I try to tell my agents this, we tell our brand face uh, clients this all the time. We, there's nothing broke with the economic system when we all had to deal with this right it was humming everything was where it needed to be and if you and if you have clients that are worried about that right now it is the perfect time to take that next step towards that relationship that gets business done to 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 calm them down just a little bit. No, we none of us have a crystal ball. We don't understand necessarily what's going to happen tomorrow. I can't tell you exactly what's going on, but I know this. I know the biggest economic boom in the United States was 1946 to 1955, 57 ish, something like maybe into the 60s. And when we had that, and back in those days, we had. Had two years of rationing in the United States of holding back uh, valuables and goods and services that people wanted. The GIs came back. The government let go of money uh, for an economic stimulus. We had oil at twenty dollars a barrel. We had interest rates at four percent, folks. As this sounds familiar to you, it's called nineteen or two thousand twenty is what it's called. And yeah, we're having to deal with this pandemic situation. But when this pandemic is over, it's going to. I think it's going to be like blowing oxygen on a smoldering fire. So, Mm
1: -hmm. and your
2: clients
1: need to hear that too. Yep. Yep. I totally agree. Awesome. Awesome. Anything else? I mean, obviously again, what they just shared, overcoming, over-delivering, over-communicating are all things that are going to be in your business every single day. It's just shifted what you're communicating, what you're delivering and what you're overcoming. I think the, the point I'm trying to make is this isn't rocket science folks. It's just a matter of, taking it and applying it and, and not getting caught up in fear and rather getting caught up in being the cup half full professional that everyone needs right now. Uh, the eternal optimist, as Michael says, even if you're not fake like it because it's critical to your brand. But I love it. You'll feel better. <laughs> I, I, I think so. <laughs> I think so too. I, I I was having a conversation with some of some of my people this morning about this. And I said, I think my wife sometimes gets annoyed with me because I'm such the eternal optimist. It's like everything's always rose, you know, rainbows and puppy dogs. And I'm like, I mean, I have to be, I mean, I have to convey this. So I'm practicing at home. So just bear with me on that. Okay. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So, so let's, let's move on. So obviously that that's, that was, that's excellent stuff. Uh, But let's talk about, shaping the face of real estate forever. And you're talking about, again, we're kind of shifting over to this whole positivity mindset. Uh, You titled it, A Fresh Look at the Future, Five Incredibly Positive Changes That Will Shape the Face of Real Estate Forever. Again, very profound. So now what do you got? Tell me more about
0: this. It is profound and we hope you agree. (laughs) The first one is that like it or not, guys, you and your clients were forced into 21st century communication right so there should be no more barriers you've been we've been saying it for years if you do not utilize video in your business you have been missing out big time and there's no better person to teach you how to do that than the gentleman we're on here with today (laughs) so so the the point is in order to keep business going we've had to do the listing presentations through video chat we've had to add even more documents into electronic signing, right? We've had to express ourselves through video when we can't be across from a kitchen table. And, and that is honestly where the world was going anyway. So those of you who were stragglers back there, welcome to the 21st century.
1: I, I have nothing else to add to that other than duh, come on, get with it. <laughs> exactly. And, and I know that some of your listeners,
2: uh, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we've been using Zoom for a long time too. But a lot of your listeners have put that off like, you know, I, I'm going to write my own checks for the rest of my life. Right. I was one of those guys. In the event I haven't written a check in like five years now. So, you know, yeah. it, it does change and technology takes a little bit of time sometimes
0: and your clients your clients too you brought them into the 21st century and that's powerful guys it really is because there may be a lot of people sitting home thinking what is this zoom thing you'd be amazed how many people are so proud that they have figured out video chatting now because now they can shame their grandchildren right <laughs> or their kids you know I told my kids years ago the only reason I'm getting on social media is just to embarrass you so now we're helping a lot more people embarrass their kids and grandkids. I think That's it's right. Great.
1: That's right. well and, and one thing right. I will one thing I will add too and we, we talk about this sometimes is that this just when we come out of this, this isn't all just going to go away. In fact, this is going to become more the new norm. I'm not saying we're not going to go back to live open houses and listing and, and you know appointments and all that stuff, but you're going to get a lot of people going forward that are going to say, I want to work with the agent who has, who can do it virtually because I just don't feel comfortable. You know, they're gonna, get, you're gonna just get scared people that this is gonna be the way they live the rest of their lives. And so the, if you embrace it now, you're setting yourself up to have just a larger audience later because it's going to become the new norm. I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna start working from home more. It's just more convenient and I'm now set up. So yes. why the hell not? And I can do this stuff all day long. We've always done it. Now we're doing it at a much larger level you're going to too. I don't care who you are. This is going to become more normal.
2: Yes, okay. that's exactly right. And you know, and also I also think you're going to remove some time wasters. Look, I'm gonna. Uh, what I like about your show, Jeff, is there's, there's no sugarcoating about it. Right? We're going to call it what it is. Um, these times when we see drawbacks, uh, you see a lot of things happen. Number one, you see your time wasters go away, and that is on the client side. And then you also see that there's a certain a contingent of people that were not serious about the real estate business that are also going to go away. This is going to open up more opportunity for those people that are dedicated to the craft. And so we need to see that as the opportunity that it is. Now, you know, I would love it if, if everybody was a real estate agent and, and could embrace that. But we all know that, you know, we're cut for certain amounts of cloth. I've tried dozens. Of and own dozens of businesses that I don't own anymore because I realized that my part, my passion wasn't there. So we're seeing now that this is going to take care of that. Bottom-tiered people that were scratching around at the industry who ended up they were not going to be in the industry anyway, right? So those of you who were commi- committed to the craft, you're going to see the time wasters and and, the, and the, the brokerage stealers, if you will, go away. And this is going to open up a lot more opportunity. And if you are advanced enough that you are at the cutting edge of that using these technologies we're talking about learning how you can deal with your clients on social media long before uh, you get them on the call uh, to, that you can you know uh, have your brand precede you so when you do get them on a phone call and you talk to them they already know who you are what your message is I think you're going to find that the clients that you have in your bank of business are going to be very serious clients right we personally in the Atlanta market haven't seen a very big slowdown that's I we're very fortunate here the the Demand for real estate has really been more that people want to buy, and the people who are selling don't want the people in their house. So we've been able to overcome that through using virtual tours that we already have uh, on our listings anyway. But it's even come down to agents going to the house and walking around the outside of the house with their with their Facebook Live or, or uh, you know even a recording of some kind or a virtual tour platform and and showing that to their potential clients sitting on go, right? We've even suggested uh, people writing contracts uh, and putting it into the future so you're sitting in the first position when that person says, okay, I do feel comfortable with somebody coming into my house, which I'm hoping isn't but a couple weeks away at most. Now to your point, Jeff, The psychology of people will be different than when you know somebody in in a governmental position says, "Okay, it's safe to go out." Right? It 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 probably will be a a little bit of a delay with a lot of people. But if we're here and showing in a leadership fashion, our clients, our potential clients, you're going to be able to shift with that leadership a lot of people. You're going to be able to get your time wasters out of the way, stay in touch with them. You're going to be able to prioritize your clients that are ready to buy, and then if you can solve those problems it's back to the first three that we talked about you've over delivered so that might even come down to saying okay people don't they don't want you in their house but why don't you just go ahead and put in the contract right now and then we'll post date it out there so you're sitting in first pole position when they do feel like that's what we've all got due diligence periods that we can fall back on if we need to so there's ways to overcome
1: love it love it
0: all right number three is you've given your customers more convenient ways to interact with you and gain the knowledge and the information they need without sacrificing the personal touch. We all know that if you can sit across the table from somebody, that's a bonding moment, right? That's where you develop that rapport. But the next best thing to being there, I think that's an old, old, old slogan from like the Memorex tape, eight track tape, not eight track, the cassette tape days. Remember that? Memorex, the next best thing to being there. You may not be old enough, Jeff, yeah, I remember.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but video is the next best thing to being there. And now you've given them more creative ways to to connect with you from, drum roll, anywhere. Anywhere. Think about the power of that. You've given your customers more convenient ways to connect with you, get the information they know and knowledge they need without sacrificing the personal aspect of it from anywhere they choose. Yep. We, had a, we, we went camping a couple of weeks ago, and I actually did a brand messaging reveal for one of our clients while sitting in a camping chair, chair by the campfire. And he loved it. He, he absolutely loved it. He said, you're where? And I said, we're camping. He said, hey, what else, what else are you going to do during this time, right? And, uh, and he loved it, but it was our chance to like be really personal with our, our client and say, hey, you know, we weren't about to miss this. We also didn't want to miss camping, so hey, here we are, right? <laughs> and it was a lot of fun.
1: I love it. I love, you can is, is really what it is. And, and something I'll add to that too is, is and, and um, I mentioned this when I speak about social media, is that y- you have the greatest opportunity in the history of mankind to grow your brand and grow your influence and grow your SOI greater than you ever have had that ability because you don't have to go to a networking event anymore. You don't have to have your face on a billboard. You, you can touch more people than you've ever been able to touch and actually have an impact where they can get to know you without actually even knowing you, and it's it, it, the effect is absolutely enormous and profound.
0: Well, let me ask you this question. How many how many places do you go, or have you gone in the last few years since you've been doing all the video, that somebody doesn't like start smiling the moment you're walking up near them and saying, I saw that video with blah, 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 right? Or I saw that video of your sure. little girl, or, you know, I mean, that that's a big moment, and they feel like they already know you.
1: Yep, it is. Exactly. I mean, I get phone calls all the time from agents across the country that say, literally, they say just this, you don't know me, but I feel like I already know you. And it's like when it starts like that, it's like game over. I already know I won. So imagine if you do this on a micro level in your communities and you walk into the grocery store and you're standing at the deli and somebody comes up and says, I know you, you're the one always sharing that great content. Game over. They've already you're already entrenched as their potential realtor when they ever buy or sell, and they're gonna remember to refer you. That's the power of this stuff. I love it.
2: Carry on. It's huge. Well, you actually just covered number four. Uh, it's <laughs> that is everything we were fixing to say. I mean, it's and it's dead on. And I like, and and I'm a living example to this. Like um, uh, I have a grocery store that's two miles from my house. Uh, I, and I go to the grocery store. We're always doing giveaways on social media. We're always on social media. We're talking about the neighborhood. We're talking about events. We've had one event supposed to be a coffee time event that we've had to put off for the last four weeks. And, you know, we're just gaining more people that follow the event every time we have to put it off because of this. And it's the the the. the, the potential of what this event's gonna do grows every week because of this. And I'm in the grocery store, you know, picking up some some things that I need. And people are like, man, I sure hope I win that giveaway. Like they're just coming up to me and because they recognize the from our social media, they recognize I'm a brand face. I'm putting my face out there as the brand of the business and the forward-facing person of the business. And I don't even know who they are, you know, but I get an opportunity to meet them. I get opportunity to share with them and talk with them. It, it, we've never lived in a greater time for that. This is the the yellow pages used to be the way they do it. Uh, now we've got social media and we've got dozens of social medias. and And now the question is, how do you quantify it in a way and direct it in a way that it is most powerful for you? And yeah. uh, and but it is the power of the social media was number four. We've never seen a better time. Well, yep. sorry to sorry to steal that thunder.
1: I guess I just had to No, I,
2: I'm glad you did actually because it is it is fitting and you also are another example of somebody that does that and understands the power of that. It's huge. It's yeah. huge and we live in that era.
0: Yeah, what what you do is what we call allowing your brand to precede you. So, and we say before you ever walk into a room with a prospective client, they should already be familiar with you and what you stand for. If they don't, your brand has not preceded you, and yeah. the, and what and doing. I want to add to that, yeah. just if
2: I could, yeah, let me add to that a little bit. Guess what, folks? Your your brand precedes you, whether or not you've developed your brand or not, because uh, it. That National Association of Realtors uh, has made no bones about it, and for a decade now, seventy-five percent of the business that is done, the the people have already looked up the property and you. Before they contact either you, the agent, to represent them, or you, the agent that is already representing the seller. That statistic has not changing. It has been around for many, many years. So you need to work on this at this time. That's when you need to develop it so your brand says exactly who you are and not somebody else's perception that they have of who you are because it's going to precede you either way.
0: And we've done it again. We have covered number five before we got to number five. (laughs) It It was actually video communication gives you more opportunities for your clients to see you, hear you, feel like they know you before you ever even walk into a room with them. That was it. So I'll recap these real quick. Number one, you and your clients were forced into 21st century video communication. Welcome. Number two, you've removed the time wasters from your life without sacrificing education or removing the personal touch. Number three, I'm cheating over here, Uh, you've given your customers more convenient ways to interact with you to gain the knowledge and information they need and narrow down their choices from the comfort of anywhere. Number four, you now understand the power of social media and video more than ever. And five video communication gives you more opportunities for your client to feel like they already know you by the time you meet
1: I love it I love it let's and let's let's if, if you don't mind I want I want to touch on number four um, which is the social and I already know the answers to these questions because I speak on it and I teach it and I execute it uh, but I want your opinion from somebody who's running a business and coaching people into doing you know building brands when it comes to executing on that social media, I find there's way more power in my authentic content than there is in my business content. My business content is simply a filler, essentially, uh, that if that's all I did, I would lose a ton of engagement, therefore lose a ton of following and I wouldn't show up on their feeds. But my authentic content, like uh, it's funny, I was speaking to a group this morning and they asked me, what's an example of a post that works has worked really well for you? And ironically, yesterday, we're hanging out with my family. It's 70 degrees here. We're outside just playing sports and stuff. And my stepson goes, or he was doing this with my wife. They were playing with a wiffle ball. And he bets his mom five bucks that she can't throw up the ball, hit it, and hit him like 20 feet away. And I'm like, let me take a chance at this. And so I grab it. And she you know, goes to record it on Instagram or something. First try, drill them right in the cojones. I mean, it was... <laughs> It was epic right it was terrible but yet epic at the same time she caught it on she caught it on film which wasn't the plan I wasn't planning on creating content around this I didn't even think it at first but a couple hours later I'm like "Ooh, grab me that I'm gonna make a TikTok out of it and sure as shit it's my best performing TikTok now it's already got like over 3,000 hits on Instagram it's like that's the kind of content that just makes people want to just consume more of my content because I just entertain them and I don't I don't know how you guys teach this, and that's why I'm asking, how do you convey that to your your people that get, stop overthinking this. You don't have to do market updates and, and, and statistics and awards. Just you know, share your life. Document your life. What do you have to say for that? Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tackle that first real quick. It's called personal branding, right? <laughs> and personal branding really in the form of using your own personal brand to further your business is about taking the things that set you apart professionally and things that set you apart personally and injecting those into your brand. We're outdoor enthusiasts. You're going to see videos of us kayaking, some things of camping, snapshots of things we took and we share our, you know, our thoughts about, well, we saw a sign that we posted not long ago that said wrong way, right? And we, and we took a picture of the sign, but beyond that sign was this gorgeous, like you have to look through the trees, it was gorgeous sparkling lake water with this boat dock in the background. And the topic, the subject of that was, they say wrong way, we say wrong sign, right? And it was just uh, the whole uh, uh, post about it was how you should look beyond always look beyond what's being told to you, what's being put in front of you, look beyond that and think about those kind of things. And those individual thought processes are what set us apart as human beings. And uh, and like you said, I, I can post great business content and we should, we should all do that. But if that's all you do, you're going to be in the sea of sameness mm-hmm. because who doesn't already, like I can Google something and get a thousand different responses for a real estate and a bunch of them are probably going to be pretty good, Yeah, but I can't connect to another human being just by seeing real estate topics they post.
2: Yeah. I, it, it, the personal side of it is what's very important. And if you do it correctly, if you are branded correctly and consistently that is going to leak out. It doesn't take much at all. I I like it. And what my father used to say, like we, he, in the summertime, in Atlanta area, you know, we had, he was a car dealer and, and uh, we'd go to work and he'd put us to work and we have to clean the windows. And he was always screaming, clean the door jams, clean the door jams, which is just one more aggravating thing you got to do. It's 160 degrees outside and Naga hide cars that you got to sit in while you're doing this. And and I'd be like, damn, why we got to do that? And he's like, people don't notice that they don't notice it, right? The point being is they notice it, but it they don't nobody's going to say oh man that car had clean door jams but it made the rest of the car look cleaner because you clean the outside you've cleaned the inside you've cleaned the windows and if you didn't do it they might not look and say that's a dirty door jam but they would notice something wasn't amiss of this right it works in the positive it works in the negative if you are sharing your personal life and who you are they're getting an idea of who you are and if they want to do business with you and if your brand is correct it's a clean door jam and they are registering that you're in the real estate business. But what they're really seeing is that you're a guy that has a lot of fun with his family uh, during the COVID-19 epidemic, right? And you're out in the backyard with the family doing what is important to all of us, family time and memories and funny things that wouldn't happen a million times if you staged it and <laughs> things like that. Your brand <laughs> is speaking to your business. Everybody else is seeing how great Jeff and his family is. And that's what we teach about how important it is to add. It, it's almost like adding the business to the personal but it, oh,
0: and I'll throw one more quick story in Jeff one of the most watched um, videos that we have is one where we did uh, bourbon and branding so when you're doing something that's fun that you're going to do anyway, Michael and I like the bourbon trail. We've been there a couple of times. We love it. Right. And the very first time we went, we noticed, Oh my gosh, branding is everywhere. Every distillery has a story and it's the story of their founders and, and, and telling what it is that sets them apart. Some are the youngest distillery that uses this particular uh, concept in, in distilling their bourbon and then others is the oldest still operating distillery you know it's everybody has their own little niche and they tell the story behind that and it's fascinating so we did a b-bold branding episode on bourbon and branding what the two have in common and we shared those things and what our favorite was and and so there are times that you can kind of mix those two because there's always a brand lesson in everything (laughs)
1: That is a fantastic story. And uh, next time you guys go on the bourbon trail, you know how to reach me because I like bourbon too. I want to do that. I I definitely want to do that because I think what you just said, every distillery told a story and what you don't realize you're actually doing when you're documenting your life is you're telling a story. You're telling the story as it's happening. And there's arguably nothing, you know, there's nothing more valuable or nothing that, that will reach and attract more eyeballs than that. And that's a great way to kind of wind this uh, podcast down. Uh, in summary, do you guys have anything that you want to add uh, before we wrap it up?
0: I'll kick off with this. I just want you guys, it's, a, you know, for a lot of people, there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of uncertainty out there right now. Don't ever stop believing in your dream and yourself, guys. And know that if you are taking this time to work on yourself, know that uh, what we like to say is we don't make stars; we unveil them, and that's because we really strongly believe that inside all of you is a star just waiting to come out, and you just have to look deep enough to find that thing that sets you apart. Because usually, there's not just one thing; there's many, right? And so, look inside, find that, and keep that dream alive. And uh, and that's just the you know the inspiration that we want to leave you guys with.
1: I love Absolutely, it. Michael. Anything to yeah. add?
2: Well, I, you know, we, we say it on our podcast all the time. I say it at the end of our meetings and our webinars because I believe it to be at the core of the of truth. It has been in my life. Um, we know that prosperity favors the bold. So especially in these times, you got to be bold, folks, especially with your brand. And we're not talking about prosperity just in money. It's not just about money. It's about the 360 of the abundant life. And the only way to get that is to be bolder. So get your story right and get your story out there. It makes a difference.
1: I love it. And and uh, one more thing too, if one of you can add and share. So if somebody loves what they hear today and they're like, man, I just feel a connection to these two. How can they find you? How can they learn more about BrandFace?
0: Yeah, brandfacerealestate.com for all our real estate guys. And then um, if you guys wanna just talk to us about your brand figure out what's good you know what's working for you what's not how we can help that's discussyourbrand.com.
1: I love it brandfacerealestate.com for all of you that are in real estate that's very specific to you just out of curiosity of your client base uh, what percentage is real estate professionals?
0: Probably 90.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah awesome. Yeah,
0: we went awesome. that direction right off the bat because of Michael. And because there was such a great need in the real estate industry for that, and there was an, a, a natural propensity toward that, but a lot of them didn't really know how to do it, uh, how to do it effectively. And so that's why we, our focus has been mostly real estate. I
1: love it. And frankly, and, and this is a compliment to the real estate world, is it's it's out ahead. It's It's out ahead of every other industry, in my opinion, when it comes to video, when it comes to social, when it comes to all this stuff. Uh, The other industries will catch up eventually, you know, car sales and financial planning and insurance. But you as realtors are cutting edge of all this stuff. And uh, you should be proud of that. But you should also make sure that you put an emphasis in your strategy to make this a huge priority. Uh, This has been great. And don't forget about the Be Bold Branding Podcast. It's probably a fantastic place to go uh, to, to get more of this because we only have so much time to share. But uh, once again, Tanya, Michael, it's been fantastic to catch up and, and talk. We're, we're in such a unique time right now. This was a, a message that I think our audience needed to hear. And uh, we really, really appreciate you and look forward to continuing to stay in touch. Thank you Thank so you, much. Tom. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Thanks. Same to you guys as well.
0: Lab Coat Agents Podcasts.